Thank you for tuning in to the Movement Podcast. We hope this message gives you a new perspective and inspires you to move towards God's purpose. For more information about the Movement Church, visit themovementchurch.co. And here is today's message. Hey, the Movement Church, what a privilege it is to be sharing with you today. I want to honor your pastors, Pastor Roy and Jess, and believing that as I share with you today, that God will do something so powerful in your life. You know, we live right now in incredibly uncertain times. We don't know what's happening. We're not in control. We look at certain situations. We say, well, why is that happening? What's taking place? And the reality is we can't control things. I don't know if you've ever had a situation in your life where you felt out of control. A few years ago, my teenage son came to me and he said, I would love to learn to drive, Dad. And so we went down and he got a piece of paper that said now he was allowed to get in the car and drive. The problem with that is that I, who have been used to holding onto the steering wheel, having the accelerator and the brakes, sitting in the driver's seat, now had to get in the passenger seat. And I want to tell you, that's the ultimate feeling of feeling out of control. My son gets in, he's got a piece of paper, never driven before, and to his credit, we take off and he drove quite well. In the first five minutes, we're going down a road called Jumping Creek Road. And as we're going down this road that's got uh, gutters on both sides, so if the car goes in, you know, the car, it's not designed for a car. We're going down the road and there's uh, just normally going down, but Jumping Creek Road's like this windy road. So we're heading down and suddenly, a kangaroo jumps in the middle of the road. Now, I've driven down this road hundreds of times and never have I seen a kangaroo. It's in the middle of the road. My son says, what do I do, Dad? I said, just just slow down. It's going to be okay and trying to stay calm, but really internally feeling out of control, stressed out. And as we're looking at the kangaroo, rather than jump off one side or jump onto the other side of the road, the kangaroo literally turns and starts jumping towards the car. My son is saying, what do I do now? And he's slowing down. He's doing the right thing. He comes to a place where he actually hits the kangaroo and it slides up onto the bonnet of the car. I mean, we've got dents on the bonnet, dent at the front. I think the animal's maybe dead, but it's not. It jumps up and then it jumps into every side panel of the car. In five minutes, my son, in his first driving, has totaled the car. But in fairness to him, he, he didn't do it. It was this kangaroo. But in that season where I felt out of control, I learned something about where you focus is where you go. I'd say to my son, the line in the middle of the road, look at that and stay on the inside of it. But because he would look at the line, he was inexperienced in his driving at that time. And rather than look at the line, he would drive towards the line. That line was the center of the road. So cars were coming the other way. So I had to teach him over time, no, 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 don't go to the line, stay inside the line. But where you focus is where you go. Today, I want to ask you the question, what are you focusing on? My my message title today is, I will magnify the Lord. I want to take it from the passage of scripture in Psalm chapter 34 and verse 3. You can read along with me or you can just listen. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. And let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he heard me. Don't you love the fact that you can actually seek God and he hears you? He, he's not just a God that's up there doing his own thing. He's waiting for people to speak to him. I sought the Lord and he heard me and he delivered me from my fears and my ways. 
In a moment like this in time in history, where there's a lot of fear around, we need to remember that we need to seek the Lord. We need to magnify the Lord to lift him up. You know, I love going to the movies. I really enjoy movies. It's like my, my best form of recreation. And on this particular occasion as a family, we decided we'd go and see a feature film. And this film was called Aquaman. It was about a year, a year and a half ago, and it was just come out in the movies. And my son found it, that it was going to be on the, uh, the IMAX screen. When we arrive at the cinema, we're going to the IMAX, the 3D version. I've got my whole family with me. I'm thinking, this is going to be incredible. As we arrive, it says on the side, the largest screen in the world. I mean, when we got there, it was, is a huge screen. And so anyway, I'm, I'm, you know, at the IMAX, we sit down. We've gone to the candy bar and bought all the healthy food, you know, not. And uh, we're sitting next to each other as a family. And... Anyway, as we're about to watch the first advertisements come on the screen, which I don't know about you, I, I love the movies, the whole thing. Adverts, the trailers, and then the movie itself. And as we're watching the advert, suddenly on the screen comes a fly. I mean, this is a huge screen. You're thinking, how can you see the fly? The reason we could see it is because it wasn't in, you know, the cinema. It was in the screen room right in front of the projector. So this little fly was huge on the screen. It's flying around. And although it's a big screen, I couldn't focus on anything but the fly. I'm getting frustrated. The fly on the screen. I hit my teenage son and said, go and tell the manager, you know, sort out the problem. Get rid of the fly. Does he even know it's there? You know, starting to get frantic about the distraction on the screen. Anyway... My son doesn't move and other people in the cinema start to move around and, and, and everybody by now is distracted. Well, you're not going to believe it. The movie begins and as it begins, a second fly comes on the screen. I'm thinking, what's happened up in the projector room? Has something died? Anyway, I, I'm looking at the, 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 the screen and there's flies. And I, I tell you, to this day, I still don't know what happened in Aquaman for the first 15 minutes. But the point of my illustration today is to say to you, isn't it amazing how in life we can become distracted by something small and that the main screen or what's supposed to be happening in our life, we lose sight of. We miss the opportunity to, to run according to the film, the purpose, the plan God has for us because we're distracted. Today, I want to urge you, what are you focusing on? But make sure that you don't allow yourself to get distracted. In 1 Corinthians 9 verse 24, it actually says, run in such a way as to qualify. You see, we need to be careful that distraction doesn't cause us to become disqualified. Distraction leads to disqualification. The enemy's about distracting us. Oh yeah, the Bible says that he's out to kill, steal and destroy in the, in the book of Peter. But actually, we need to understand that if the enemy can just distract us, in a season like we're currently in, there's a lot of distraction. There's a lot of experts. There's a lot of opinions. And if we're not careful, we can walk away from God's purpose, God's plan. So we've got to have that determination that says, I will, I will, I will magnify the Lord. I'll lift him up. I'll look to him. Because where you focus is where you go. If you magnify the problem, it increases the problem. I wake up in the morning and at the moment, I can watch the news. If I watch the news, by the end of watching it, I can be full of fear because I, I hear of all the things that could happen. But I've got to remember my God. I've got to understand that my God is so committed to me. He always has been, always will be. I will. 
Magnify the Lord. Don't magnify the problem. Because if you do, you increase the problem. No, we've got to remember that Jeremiah 29 verse 11 says, I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Movement, church, come on. Let's understand this is our moment. It's not a problem. It's a possibility. It's an opportunity for God to do something in and through us. I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. In fact, in the Good News Version, it actually says, I alone know the plans I have for you. God's plans are the purpose for your life, his purpose for your life. So the plan, not the problem. We've got to be so careful that we don't get consumed with the problem and we miss what God's possibility is for us today. Last year, we, we, we went to Fiji and we took teams to Fiji and and, uh, you know, next time I come and I share with you live, when we get through this moment, I'll, I'll show you some of the videos of some of the amazing things God has been doing. But you see, God spoke to us from the book of Kings and he said, uh, where it says, I hear the sound of a heavy rain. Rain is going to come and, and it's going to bring produce back to the land. Refreshing rain. But God told us to spoke specifically on, I hear the sound. So what we did at Planet Shakers, as you know, we, 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 we do music and songs. And so I got the team to write a song specifically for the country called A Brighter Day. And as we were watching, uh, as this song went out, it went out to radio stations, live on TV, TV stations. And uh, it, it went out across the nation before we got there. When we arrived there, it was incredible to see what God did. Over 400,000 watching live. There was over 40,000 in the, in the stadium. In fact, over those 10 days, we were live in front of 140,000 people plus 40,000 kids in schools on top of that in a nation 900,000 we reached in 10 days either live on TV or, or in front of people over half the nation but about three months out I get a call from our production team before we're going to go God has spoken the word. This is what's going to happen. A brighter day. Let's get a song out there, a declaration over the nation. Um, you know, I hear a sound. But of course, we got challenged in the area that we were very much believing was God's word, in the area of sound. A production team rings me from Fiji. They go, Pastor Neil, there isn't a big enough sound system in the country. I said, well, what are we going to do? They said, well, we could hire one from Australia or New Zealand. But with shipping time and daily rates... It's going to cost us half a million dollars. We had 100000 in the budget. I was like, oh, we can't spend another half a million. We've already raised over a million. And how can we do that? So I, I said to the guys, come home and we'll talk about it. We got in a meeting with some of our production team. And as we're talking, one of our team members said to me, why don't we, why don't we look to buy one from China? I said, China? What do you mean? They said, well, they've got great copy systems. I'm thinking, is that even legal? And they say to me, yeah, look, it is. They've been doing it for 15 years. Now they've got systems that are as good as the, the branded systems, but because they don't have a brand, they're a lot cheaper. So I decided by faith that we would continue to do what God has purposed us to do, and I sent two of our production team, paid for them to go around some China factories for three days. They went to three different factories, and they looked at the systems, and they rung me to say, Pastor Neil, we've seen a system that's as good as the one we were saying we could actually purchase. See, we could hire one for 500000 The system we needed for a crowd of 100000 plus was a million plus dollars. They said, for that same system, we could actually have one for, uh, you know, 300000 I said, let's do it. 
without even thinking about it, thinking, well, I've got to ask the board and got to go through the right process. But it's amazing how sometimes God allows a journey to happen, stuff to happen in your life, and where once you thought, I can't do that, he stretches your capacity. So now, although I only had a budget of 100000 300000 sounded so small in comparison to 500000 to hire or a million dollars to buy. And so... We set a path in motion. That night, without a word of a lie, that night, I get a call from a, a man. In fact, an Indonesian uh, guy gives me a call and he says, Pastor Neil, when you talked to me a year ago about Fiji, he said, I felt like we should do something with one of my companies. So I said to my son, we'll give 2% of the net profits to this Fiji project. I totally forgot about it. Well, this week, my son said, Dad, we've come up with a revenue share. And remember, you said you wanted to give 2% to Planet Shakers. He said, well, I've got that. So this guy rings me and says, can I catch up with you? I didn't know what he wanted to catch up with me about at that stage. So I said, I can't. I've got meetings tomorrow. He said, I'm only in Melbourne for one day. I said, well, okay, uh, we've got this meeting with all these people from the nations, 25 different pastors and leaders. Why don't you join us? You're from Indonesia. You're from the nations. You can join us. And during the meeting, there was some conversation happening, and I sat on the couches towards the back next to my friend. And I turned to him and I said, what did you want to talk to me about? And he tells me about the profit share. And as he said it, because I was so hungry for God to come through, I turned to him and I said, how much is it? And he, 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 you know, I wouldn't normally be so bold. And he told me in Indonesian rupees. And you know, Indonesian rupees, they, they say like it's 10 million rupees, you know, or 10 billion rupees. And that could be $3.50 as far as I understand. I, I didn't know. So I got my assistant to type in how much he'd said and convert to Australian dollars. $299,950. I mean, within 24 hours, God had answered our prayer. Within the next two days, they put that money into our bank account. We didn't need to pay for another month for the system. God is faithful. We can so often celebrate the problem. But we need to understand that God has a plan. I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, the plans to prosper you. So today I want to stir you. I want to urge you to understand that God has a plan for your life. But if you're not careful, you get caught up with what you see, your sight. But our sight often steals the vision that God has for us. A vision is a future plan, a prophetic statement, a promise of a greater day. You know, I know the plans I have for you to prosper you, not to harm you. That's a future projection. I want to urge you to understand today God's promises are yes and amen. Circumstances may look what they look like, but God is faithful. He's going to come through for you. Movement Church, he is committed to you. And, and so, you know, I want to urge you. Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 2 says, write down the vision. Make it plain. And so that others could read it and run with it. Why don't you, in this season, start to write down and remember the promises of God? Take out your notes in your phone. Get an old school pen and paper and write down again and be reminded and meditate on the promises of God. Don't get caught with our sight because our sight often steals our vision. I will is an action. It's something we have to do. It's not I want to, I'd like to. It's I will. Sometimes we have to get hold of ourselves. I will magnify the Lord. I don't feel like it. I will rise above my sickness. I will. And as we magnify the Lord, what we focus on is what we get. I want to finish with this illustration today. Last year, we decided that we'd go to the Gold Coast for a holiday. And we wanted to take our family. And it was Christmas time. We just had one week. 
And we arrive in the middle of the Christmas rush. I hadn't thought it through really, but we went there and I was thinking relaxation, summer vacation, nice swimming. But when I arrived, I hadn't thought that the whole of Australia went to the Gold Coast for a holiday at the same time. We arrive at the airport, we drive to, to the city of the Gold Coast, and when we arrive, it is packed. I mean, we're driving, and normally what takes 20 minutes was taking an hour just to drive, and it is so difficult. It's like, my goodness, you know, there, there, there's so much traffic and noise, and there's people hooting their horns, and there's, there's this sense of buildings seem to be higher. They are high in the Gold Coast, but you feel hemmed in, and are we ever going to get through this traffic? And by the time I arrived at our accommodation, I'm stressed out. We get into the foyer and I can feel anxiety and I'm like, I'm supposed to be on holidays and I feel more, you know, more anxiety than I did when I was at home. But we get into the foyer and in the foyer is what we all know to be the elevator, the lift. And on the wall is like a button. And you press that button, doors open, you get in. And we were staying on level 53. Suddenly, we hadn't changed location. If you looked it up in Google Maps, we'd be in the same place. But we press the button and it takes us up. When we arrive, now the door's open again and we're in a total different place. Well, demographically, no. But, but in our perspective, yes, the door's open, our unit's in front of us, we open the door, there's a view out over the ocean, we're 53 floors up, we're above the buildings, we're looking down, can't hear the noise. And just in an instant, it feels like it changes. But I want to use that example to say to you today, when you put on praise and worship, when you write down the vision, when you purpose to focus, to magnify the Lord, you don't necessarily change your circumstances. You don't suddenly, you know, change everything. You're still in the same place, but it feels like those eyes close, that sense of worshipping, lifting up God. Suddenly, you feel like, wow, nothing changed, but everything changed. I will magnify the Lord. I will lift him up. Magnify is to boost, to enhance, to maximize, to increase, to extend, to expand, to amplify, to widen. In Psalm 24 verse 1, it says, The earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and its people belong to him. For he laid the earth's foundation on the seas and built it on the ocean depths. Who may climb the mountain of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? Only those whose hearts are pure and who do not worship idols and never tell lies. They will receive the Lord's blessing. You are those they, Movement Church. You know, they will, 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 will receive from God. Such people may seek you and worship in your presence. Listen to this. Uh, open up the ancient gates. Open up the ancient doors and let the King of glory enter. Who is the King of glory? The Lord, he is strong and he is mighty. The Lord, invincible in battle. Open up the ancient gates. Open up the ancient doors and let the King of glory enter. Who is the King of glory? He's the Lord of heaven's army. He is the King of glory. He's invincible. He's for you. And all we need to do is in the middle of all the uncertainty, Put on that praise and worship. Begin to pray and ask Him. Read the Word and position ourselves, even when we don't feel like it, even when circumstances feel out of control. I will magnify the Lord. Pastor Roy and Jess are leading a great church. I've watched what God is doing in you as a church. But in this season, it's not a season to pull back, but it's a season to press in. 
to what is certain. What is certain is that God will come through for you. I will magnify the Lord. The Movement Church, let me pray. God, I pray for each and every person, each and every family that's in that, that, that church right now. Although they're watching on a screen, maybe a TV, maybe a computer, maybe, you know, wherever they might be, a bedroom, a lounge room. I just pray that in this season that they would continue to remember, however out of control it may feel, whatever distraction may come their way, whatever problem may present itself, whatever they might see with their eyes, they would remember to magnify your name. Thank you, God, that you are reliable. You're the same yesterday, today, and forever. And we trust you. So God, I pray blessing over each family in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in to our next podcast. If you are blessed, we'd love to hear from you. So connect with us through our social media. Be blessed.